No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. On this Tuesday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast, it's an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. I hope you had a lovely day because I certainly did. And as always, we've got so much to get through and so little time. I'm going to front load the show tonight because I don't know about you, but I need a break. I need a break from the usual. Like, just when I thought, like, oh yes, my prayers have been answered. We can have a break from coronavirus. We can have a break from COVID-19. Now we've only been talking about riots for a week and a half. I need a break from it, man. <laughs> but I have some I have some riot stuff. Oh, the diamond, thank you very much. <laughs> My sensor with the diamond, thank you so much for joining us. Says I didn't sign up for the chicken fucking. Well, that's that's too bad. You're here now. May as well get to fucking that chicken. Let's kick this pig. Let's fuck this chicken. So much to get through in so little time. Uh, I do have, I'm going to backload, I've got some right stuff, I'm going to backload it at the end of the show. And then that way, if we run out of time and we can't get to it, then yeah. Uh, I have to apologise for yesterday. I promised yesterday that I would bring you the next President of the United States. We're going to do that in the first half of the show, so we absolutely have to get to this. You must see this man. Well, many of you might have already seen this man. I don't want to give you too many spoilers. I want it to be a big surprise. Winning TV. Thank you for the Diamond Winnie TV. He says, no breaks. We be chicken clucking and jogging. <laughs> We're going to have some fun tonight. Don't worry. So a little off topic for the first half of the show, and then we'll get into the depressingly predictable stuff. But uh, so much to get through, so little time. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, then you can do so by following me at Bumper. Just incidentally on my Twitter account, I, you know, I'm, I've never been a big Twitter guy. I've never had like a social media strategy to build my account or anything like that. I, I use Twitter like, um, like giving unwanted comments whilst you're waiting in line at the supermarket to pay for your purchases, right? Like while you're waiting to pay for your products, making little smart ass remarks to the people around you. That's the way I treat Twitter. I don't really use hashtags. I tweet the show out, I, I share like the shows that I like and every now and then I'll scroll through Twitter, see something and put like a one-line comment on it or something like that. Other people have, you know, strategies to build their follower base and stuff, but <laughs> my follower uh, number has been bouncing between 3,280 and 3,300, like that 20 follower window going up and down constantly for like 12 months. <laughs> And I, I know why. It's because, like, I've where I am now, that's pretty much it for me. And when I was on JJ Stoner's show a while back, 
he said something like, oh, man, you're going to blow up, man. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going to blow up. It's not it's not possible for a show like mine. He's like, no, man, you got to be positive. I'm like, no, 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 because I know what happens. Because depending on which, most people, if they listen to a show, they might listen for like three minutes. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. I'll, see I'll see you in hell. hell. Most people will listen for like three minutes. And on this particular show, it depends what three minutes they listen to. Because some people will come in and they'll see that, like, I'm attacking, like, CNN or Democrat or something. And they go, oh, this is a Trump guy. Fucking follow. Love this guy. Trump guy. And then a couple of days later, I'll be criticizing Trump and they'll go, fuck this guy. Fuck him. And then they unfollow. Or, in you know, the reverse. People come in, they see me criticizing Trump. And they're like, oh, fucking like this guy. And then I criticize a Democrat and then they go. <laughs> people come in when I'm talking politics and they're like, oh, this must be a serious political show. And then they follow. But the people who don't want serious political shows, they're like, I'm not listening to this. This is garbage. But then five minutes later, they're not here when we talk about things like robotic dildos and whether sex dolls can be accused of rape legally in a court of law. So, like, there's no chance for blowing up because we we bounce around so many different topics and stuff. People follow and then unfollow. And so the follower account on Twitter just constantly goes up and then back down. That's people following when they listen to three minutes that they like and then unfollowing as soon as they hear something they don't like. And I wouldn't have it any other way. That's exactly the way I want it. So, ah, so much to get through so little time. Uh, like I said, if you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings, if you if you stumble upon a three-minute period that you enjoy and you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's... Does that even make sense? No doesn't thank you for joining us you're, you're soon to be one of the people who will leave <laughs> thank you for making your acquaintance uh if you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings the preferred method would be to head to dlive.tv slash boogie bumper or you can hit the link down the bottom of the screen there streamlabs.com slash boogie bumper i want to help people tonight in the first part of the show and i want to help people take their minds off the bad stuff the negatives and I think I've found the perfect way with a guy that I'm going to name Chad Chaddington, ladies and gentlemen. Specifically, this is more for the ladies in the audience, this particular story. This is one you have been waiting for your entire adult lives. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Devlin Wilde, or as we like to call him on the show, Chad Chaddington. Have a look at this. <laughs> You're on the Daily Boogie. I give orgasms to 5,000 women a day, but I don't touch any of them. Hypnotist Evelyn Wilde used to help people achieve goals. Now his erotic audio promises women the most intense orgasms of their life using just his voice. <laughs> now, I want you to settle in. I want you to get comfortable. Find a nice, quiet place. Chad Harris Chaddington. Exactly. Find a nice, comfortable place. I want you to relax. I want you to let the, the pressures and the stresses of everyday life just start to melt away from you. People, people don't believe me. Don't worry. You will be convinced. Trust me. People are like, he's full of shit. I don't believe it. Trained hypnotist Dev, Devlin Wild, yes, that's his real name, promises women the most intense orgasms of his life using just his voice. He, in his own words, he tells his story. If you told me 10 years ago that I'd be giving 5,000 women a day an orgasm, I would have laughed. But that's what I do from the studio at the bottom of my garden. <laughs> so you can just picture a nice garden, sunlit, 
dew on the on the tulips, as it were. People pay me to experience climaxes, but I never lay a finger on anyone. They're just listening to my voice. I qualified as an NLP instructor in 1988, and I have been a trained hypnotist for 20 years, originally helping motivate business people to achieve their goals. It's only the last five years I have focused on making erotic audio, and it's the best job in the world. There's one of the uh, audio stories called Bathed in Lust by Chad Chaddington otherwise known as Devlin Wild. Ironically, it was after my girlfriend left me that I turned my attention to this line of work. <laughs> he certainly bounced back hard, didn't he? <laughs> that's, that's one hell of a rebound there from Chad. While together we enjoyed reading erotic fiction as part of a healthy sex life, she liked me, to re- uh, she liked me reading saucy extracts, but as a dyslexic, it came more natural to tell my own stories. He's a dyslexic hypnotist. This gets better and better. However, <laughs> however, it got to the stage where me speaking sexily to her dominated the whole relationship. She was clearing up the kitchen table once and just while listening to a mundane voice message I'd left her had a full orgasm. Now, if we could get to a place where women experience orgasms whilst doing housework, I don't even care if some other guy is saying dirty things to my wife. I would, I would vote for that. <laughs> Come on, men. Let's be honest here. <laughs> wouldn't you want your Wouldn't you want your wife or significant other Ring or the your bell female and partner? Get your cheese, man. Thank you for the gifted subwinning TV. Wouldn't you want your female partner jumping out of bed every morning, whacking on the headphones? What are you doing today, darling? Well, I'm going to vacuum. I'm going to mow the lawn. I'm gonna, I'm just going to do housework all day. <laughs> Great. <laughs> what are you listening to there? Listening to Chad Chaddington. Uh, whatever. Whatever. What time's dinner? I'm going to make five dinners. I'm going to make five different dinners and you can choose which one you want. Great. Sounds like a deal. Where do I hire this guy? This housework motivator. I know that sounds funny, the article continues. You might think lucky her, but she said it was a problem because she no longer had control of her own body. She said I could read the weather report and it would trigger a climax. (laughs) Gypsy. Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? <laughs> she says they're all faking it. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Don't worry. We will make a believer out of you yet. Trust me. Uh, we broke up, but afterwards I thought, can I take advantage of this unusual gift I have? I made up my own story. Lure me on my iPhone. I put it on YouTube in 2014 to see what the reaction was. I used some NLP skills and some hypnosis and set them to a filthy story about being seduced at the beach. Well, with no promotion at all, it soon got 10,000 hits. I was buzzing. The feedback was amazing. Women were telling me how intense their orgasm was. It's getting a little hot in here. Oh, my. I do believe I'm getting a little sweaty. Hmm. I started creating more stories and putting them on other platforms like SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Pornhub. After three months, I invested in equipment and soundproofing, turning my garden office into a proper studio. As demand for my erotic audio recordings increased and I began charging for it, I did less corporate work. For the past year, my income has been solely from erotic audio. I do not wish to disclose how much I earn, but it's enough for me to live comfortably. 
So now, of course, comes this time <laughs> because I thought it's not good enough just to read the story. Just reading the story is not going to cut the mustard here. How about a little demonstration from Chad Chaddington? So I want everybody, not just not just the women, I want the men and the women to get themselves comfortable in the audience. <laughs> and we're going to see what all the hubbub is about. Get yourself in a nice place, all right? Relax. Let's, let's take it down a couple of notches. Relax a little bit. Put yourself in a happy place. And we will straddle your subwoofers. <laughs> let's, let's hear a little bit from Devlin Wilde, or as we like to call him, Chad Chaddington. Let's go. Just feel your body relaxing deeper with every breath. Now, in a moment, I want you to imagine something very strange. Something very strange indeed. I want you to imagine you can breathe through your pussy. Works for me. <laughs> Winning TV with a diamond says booking rape time again. <laughs> are you are you getting there? <clears throat> People in the chat are like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Come on. This is serious. <laughs> You're not going to get to where you want to be unless you take this in the you know in the right frame of mind. Come on, be be serious now. This guy's a professional. Now, in a moment, I want you to imagine something very strange. Something very strange indeed. I want you to imagine you can breathe through your pussy. Someone get JJ. We need JJ to clip this. <laughs> JJ, if you're listening, JJ, jump on that little machine of yours. We need you to clip this, okay? We need you to, we need you to take care of this one for us. Now, in a moment, I want you to imagine something very strange. Something very strange. <laughs> Evelina with the diamond says, nah, I've had better. <laughs> Imagine something very strange. Something very strange indeed. I want you to imagine you can breathe through your pussy. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. Through your pussy. <laughs> imagine that unusual thought that you can breathe in through your pussy. <laughs> Slowly at first. Slowly at first. Let's not rush it. Don't resist. Don't assist. Don't rush this. It's very difficult to breathe through that orifice. Just let... You're going to have to take it slow. <laughs> Breath flow through your pussy. So naturally. Don't assist. Don't resist. Don't resist. You know, many women who imagine breathing through their pussy <laughs> notice a new sensation. 
Just there. That's it. And as you breathe in through your pussy, more and more through your pussy, you might notice a relaxation spreading deeper. A relaxation quite different to anything you have experienced before. As if a gentle warmth was spreading all over your body. From the tips of your toes to the top of your head. And you're doing perfectly well. Breathing through your pussy. Breathing in and out. Through your pussy. Through your pussy. <laughs> you might notice how natural it feels. It feels so natural. <laughs> As you breathe in and out so deeply. Through your pussy. You might even wonder why you had never breathed in and out through your pussy before. <laughs> Wondered that. <laughs> I have thought about that. Why don't they breathe through their pussy? Why haven't you done this already? <laughs> you might think this is a little strange. You might think, why haven't I breathed through my pussy before? <laughs> Dean in the chat's like, I can't breathe. <laughs> in and out, nice and slow. There you go. It, all right. Now hold it in. It feels funny, doesn't it? <laughs> you might be lying there thinking, what is this? Why is he asking me to do this? But then all of a sudden, you'll be breathing through your pussy. <laughs> Winning TV with a diamond. That's called a queef, I think. <laughs> As you breathe in and out so deeply... You might even wonder why you had never breathed in and out through your pussy before. You might. You might. It feels so good and so natural. So natural. It is quite normal to experience. <laughs> Robbie don't care when the diamond says, okay, this guy isn't working. Send in flubber. It's a rocking sensation. A rocking sensation. In your mm-hmm. This is just your breath moving <laughs> deeper and deeper. In your pussy. Into your pussy. <laughs> you might even feel your pelvis. Tilting slightly up to the sky as you breathe in and lowering as you breathe out. Just slightly at first. Slightly. So slightly you might not even notice. Yep. At first. But growing with every breath. Mm-hmm. At a rate that's perfect for you. To enjoy the greatest pleasure and the greatest relaxation. It might be that you lift your pelvis slightly with every breath out. <laughs> And lower it with every breath in. <laughs> or you may raise it with every breath in. Or you could, or you could do it the other way out. too. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Perfect. And doesn't as you matter. breathe out, yep. you might find a desire to sigh. <laughs> Comment in the chat. This will be a helpful skill when he puts chloroform over your mouth. <laughs> to heighten the sensation. And notice that sensation now. Just for a moment. Yep. And just concentrate on it. On breathing through your pussy. Feel your sensual energy truly released. Now, (laughs) with every breath you take, with every word I speak, (laughs) you become more and more relaxed, (laughs) going deeper and deeper into hypnosis. Ah, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Chad Chaddington. Circular breathing (laughs) by Chad Chaddington. Evelyn says it's not working. (laughs) <laughs> something to try at home 
That's right. Just in and out. Just take it easy. It's not that hard. Just start soft at first and then get more natural. Feels good, doesn't it? That's right. You, you might wonder why you've never breathed through your pussy before. <laughs> gypsy with a diamond. Panda just steals a diamond, Gypsy. I bet I could suck his whole head in. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Breathe in through your pussy <laughs> by Chad Chaddington. Uh, let's do a feel-good story. This, one, this one's got a little bit of age on it, but it was sent to me a couple of weeks ago by uh, Henry St. George Tucker Bumper, ladies and gentlemen. We're looking for heroes here. We had Batman patrolling the streets yesterday at the protest in D.C. Robbie don't care what the diamond says. I hope every girl here is breathing through their pussy. <laughs> Chad Chaddington, otherwise known as Devlin Wild. Circular breathing. Uh, we're looking for heroes. We had Batman walking around the protest yesterday. I thought we just, Piper's like, I thought we just found a hero. <laughs> so this one has a little bit of age on it. It was a few months old, but it was sent to me a couple of weeks ago by Henry St. George T Tucker Bumper Politics. Kimmy, that's his new name. Uh, it's getting less and less complex each time. So let's have a little look here at this uh, ordinary suburban hero. Tonight, Steve Hartman learns the ropes on the road. Learns the ropes on the road. Hey, it's a cowboy. 28-year-old Robert Borba is one of the last of a kind. A real, honest-to-goodness, cow-roping cowboy. Hash out. Robert works at a ranch outside Eagle Point, Oregon. Out. But we didn't come here to see his prowess in the cow corrals. We came here to see if he can breathe through his pussy. We came here because of what he did recently amongst the cart corrals of this Walmart parking lot. Hello. A little bit of crossover here. The cowboy cart knock, ladies and gentlemen. It happened so fast. A few months ago, Robert says he moseyed over to the Walmart for some dog food. And on the way out, he heard a woman screaming. Stop him, stop him, he stole my bike, he stole my bike. And I kind of look around, you know, and then all of a sudden this guy goes whizzing by me on a bicycle. As the security cameras show, there was no way to catch him on foot. So the cowboy did what cowboys do. He saddled up. To save the day. <laughs> Come on, Secretariat. We ride. <laughs> yeah! <Woo> <laughs> With his doggos in tow. Exactly. He sets off after the bike thief on horseback. <laughs> Armed with little more than a lasso. A couple swings and then I, I threw it at him just like I would steer. He had to be blown away. Like, what is going on? He's like, what are you doing, man? You got a badge? And I'm like, no, I ain't got a badge, you know? <laughs> a lot of people were incredulous. 911, what's the address of the emergency? We got a guy just stole a bike here at Walmart. I got him right to the street. <laughs> now this, exactly. Kitty B in the chat. This is a Chad. <laughs> yeah, I got him. I got him roped up. He's tied to a tree. He stole a bike. <laughs> this is the real Chad. 911, what's your emergency? Well, I've got a guy here. Uh, I lassoed him and tied him to a tree. 
Oh, what's your address? Are oh, we down here at the Walmart? Hey, can I ask you, can you breathe through your pussy? <laughs> that's that's kind of a, I, I should have named the episode that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he, uh, I, I think he stole a bike or something, but I'm just going to wait here for the police, to, the police to show up. Hey, are you able to breathe through your pussy or, because I was listening to the show the other day and this guy was asking women to breathe through the pussies. <laughs> are you able to do that? My name's Chad. I just want to know if you can break through your pussy or not. What? <laughs> I'd like to buy that man a sarsaparilla. <laughs> the cavalry arrived moments later. The cavalry. Led by Eagle. Like, oh, <laughs> I love it when local news tries to be funny. The cavalry arrived. Put that in. Put that in the script. That's gold. We're so talented. Point police officer, Chris Adams. I looked up and from the horse, there was a rope connected to the ankle of a gentleman on the ground holding onto a tree. So it's real. <laughs> it was real. In fact, here's a- How good is this guy? Yeah, good point in the chat. He doesn't have to put a knee on this guy's neck. Maybe what we need to do is teach all the police how to lasso a varmint, you know? How to lasso a calf. <clears throat> no more knees on the necks. How about ropes around the ankles? That'll do. Look at him. Just This is based. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to use the term, but this this is the most based thing you'll, you'll ever see. Guy sets off on horseback after a thief. Lassoes him, ties him to a tree. This is National Canadian News, Jim Enwood. Picture. On the left, you can see the suspect <clears throat> on the ground. Yes, you can. Roped and tied like a steer headed for the... Hogtied. Pen. John Wayne couldn't have done it any better. No, he couldn't. I'd, I'd take him by my side any day. <laughs> I told the cop, I said, man, you guys ought to pick up a rope and throw that gun away. You might have better luck with it. <laughs> yeah, man, it's like I told the cop. You boys may as well pick up a rope. Winning TV with a diamond says maybe he was tired from jogging and needed a bike. Well, everybody needs a bike from time to time. What made you decide to take action in the first place? I don't know. I just figured it was a... Kitty B in the chat. The criminal is lucky the cowboy didn't want to play Brokeback Mountain with him. <laughs> he just made him breathe through his pussy. Right thing to do, you know. If it was my wife or my little girl, I would hope somebody would help her if I wouldn't. Uh, he's, got a, he's a family man. Come on now. Around. Three kids wife and three kids and lassoing perps at the local Walmart. Heroes, like cowboys, are getting harder to find, especially modest ones like Robert, who want absolutely nothing in return. When it was over, police say all he asked for was his rope back. Coiled it up, <laughs> tipped his hat, and then rode off Milady. into the yellow logo sunset. A real hero, ladies and gentlemen. How about that? He, even though the story is a few months old, like I said, he's our hero of the week. The Cowboy Chad. What an absolute legend. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to the Daily Boogie podcast. Uh, from the hero to the villain. Everybody's been sharing this, this news story with me. And this is one that has gone by the wayside in light of, you know, cities burning to the ground and coronavirus and all the usual shit. 
nobody's getting upset about this. But I'm upset about this, and I'm sure you'll be upset about this too. If you haven't heard about this yet, uh, be prepared. We're going straight from hero to villain. If you've been following the controversy surrounding Tiger King, we have a major update for you. It was reported on Monday <clears throat> that Carol Baskin will soon take control of the zoo formerly operated by Joe Exotic. <sighs> that's a hard one. That's a, that's a bit of pill to swallow. That's a tough one. I'm upset too. This this goes to show you that the good guys don't always win. This shows you that good guys finishes last. Uh, finish last. I wonder if she breathes through a pushy. <laughs> no, she has gills. I think. If she breathes at all, I think she's some kind of cyborg. Free Joe Exotic, exactly. <clears throat> but she has now complete. She's going to take over his zoo. Ladies and gentlemen. And that's what I keep saying, you know. Uh, she killed her husband. And I, it's they keep people segregated here in prison, which is good. I don't know. Maybe she can breathe through a pussy. I'm not sure. But I'm really, I'm really disappointed. That bitch took over my place. The GW Exotic Animal Memorial Park has been under the control of Jeff Lowe in recent years, but it is now being handed over to Baskin, the very woman whom Joe was convicted of plotting to kill. Wow. Jeff Lowe has 120 days to vacate the premises, including all of his animals currently residing there. We should note that reps for Lowe, Baskin's organization, Big Cat Rescue, and Joe Exotic's public defender did not immediately respond to people's requests for comment. The ruling marks yet another twist in the complicated world of big cats kept in the United States, which was <clears> all <throat> captured in the Netflix docuseries Tiger King. Its director, Eric Good, told Entertainment Weekly in March that the zoo under Lowe's leadership was still open. <laughs> a quote, Kitty Bay in the chat. She breathes through her asshole. <laughs> The arsehole, which is attached to her face. <laughs> Basically operating on fumes. Good added that there was no source of income at the time. In a complaint filed in February 2016, Big Cat Rescue sued Joe Exotic's mother, alleging that the transfer of the <sighs> Oklahoma Zoo was fraudulent. According to the... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they sued Joe Exotic's mum. Poor old mum. She is a vicious cunt, this thing, isn't she? Wow. And, you know, I was watching the Tiger King and it's like, it's funny, like, and, you know, Joe's probably done bad shit and stuff. I'm not denying that. But just the, when you watch it, right, the first, the, the, the impression that you get, like the, the sense that you get, the stuff that's not uh, rational, right? You know, like the subconscious impression that you get the first time you hear each of them speak. It's like, he's very likable and he seems like a, he seems more open and more, you know, likable and nice and genuine. And then the first time you see her speak, you just get chills. Like it's all fake. It's all manufactured. It's all scripted. It's all phony. It's like, it's, you know, I don't want to sound like a hippie, but it's like she's got a dark aura around her. You know what I mean? There's, there's dark, bad energy flowing around this woman. <laughs> she's not sunlight and sunshines and rainbows like she tries to pretend. She indeed breathes through her asshole on her face. Courthouse News Service, Joe's mother later admitted under Sue Joe's mum. That the zoo land was transferred to her by Joe to remove it from the reach of creditors. 
Joe Exotic is currently in a Dallas-Fort Worth medical center after he was exposed to the novel coronavirus in prison. He was sentenced to 22 years in jail. How come he doesn't get let out of prison, but all the other ones who have coronavirus do? And he was found guilty in 2019 for paying a hitman $3,000 to kill Carol Baskin. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. <clears throat> Joe Exotic. Losing, finally, <clears throat> she's taking the last... She's taken the last trophy. She's taking the last monument from Joe Exotic is Carol Baskin. The last thing he has. She has now completely obliterated him. She's going to erase him from history. <sighs> Very depressing story. <laughs> he got the Rona, baby. He gonna die. <clears throat> All right. I promised you the next president of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. And you're not going to be disappointed. Now, we have we have touched on this guy before. Regular listeners to this show will remember him. We first saw him attempting to throw knives into a box on the other side of the room. Do you remember that? Then we checked in with him again and he was doing his cooking thing. He was doing a cooking class, making pita pizza, using no real ingredients and creating his own pizza, uh, pizza sauce by putting ketchup with tomato juice and stirring it up. I am, of course, talking about toddles, ladies and gentlemen, the Toddster. I am pleased to announce, uh, announce that Toddster, yes, the, the people are like, oh my God, no, really? Yes, really. Toddles, the Toddster, is running for President of the United States of America. He aims high, ladies and gentlemen. Now, he's put out a couple of videos talking about how he's going to become president. And people aren't taking it seriously for some reason. I don't know why. Anybody who puts their hand up for higher office, I think, deserves respect. They deserve to be taken seriously. So before we start panning him, before we start, you know, throwing him out to the wolves, maybe we should have a little listen to his platform. Maybe we should see what his plan is. Maybe we can see if this guy can reverse the trend of popular politics over the last 50 years and return power back to where it belongs, the people. Cindy in the chat saying, who? Don't worry, you'll catch up quickly. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the next president of the United States, Toddles. I'm absolutely now. I'm already a fan. Absolutely mortified. No suit for Toddles. <laughs> At least for his presidential speeches, he wears a shirt. If you're not familiar with this guy, he normally does live streams shirtless, covered in sweat, drinking warm beer in his bedroom, which is in his mother's house. Now, he does a little cooking show, but he's not allowed to use the oven. His mother doesn't let him use the oven because he makes too much mess in the kitchen. So he's banned from the oven, which is a bit of a restriction when you're doing a cooking show. Many dishes need to be baked or roasted and whatnot. That's not a shirt. No, I know, that's a tank top. That's a tank top, but it is covering there is a bit of covering taking place here. So for his presidential announcements, he likes to put a shirt on or, or some kind of covering to cover that uh, very manly torso of his. 
<laughs> Let's hear more from Toddles. Taken back, appalled, highly disturbed that uh he's ta- he's been working he's been working on his little uh, political tricks. I've been taken back, appalled, and disturbed. <laughs> See that kind of thing that politicians use, comedians use it as well. It's a writing technique called the rule of three. And it's based in psychology where people will remember three things more clearly than they'll remember two things and more clearly than they'll remember four things. That's why all jokes, like all of the, you know, well, not all of them, but the majority of jokes are always based on that premise. Like an Englishman, an Irishman, and an Indian walk into a bar. Right? It's always three people, a blonde, a brunette, and a redhead because it makes it more memorable. That's called the rule of three. So he's, he's learning very quickly. He's a natural, I think. You know, everything now that's taking place occurring currently in our world, you know, not only just the virus, but just a lot of other stuff that's going on. A lot of, a lot of other Recently, stuff. The police force, one of the police force workers killed an innocent man. Yep. Uh, that he's, was, it was, he's not afraid of tackling the controversial topics, you'll see. It's an awful occurrence and situation. So, yep. Uh, yep. Just, uh, Toddles, look at the camera. I'm going to apply. I'm going to apply to be his campaign manager. Toddles, <clears throat> look straight down the camera, mate. Looking around the room, there's no audience here. Okay, the audience is right there, right here. I want you to zero in, get those big, beautiful baby blues looking straight into the souls of your prospective voters. They've got. You've got to be genuine here, Toddles. Yeah, there's like. Uh, coronavirus and um like other stuff too and there was um you know like uh the police force worker exactly bradford carolina picks it up the police force worker (laughs) there was like a police force worker and um hey uh can y'all breathe through your pussies or (laughs) a lot of things are just in turmoil right now i believe turmoil me being as president i would fix a lot of this stuff you know is that easy as far as brutality hear him out abusing power okay how are we going to fix brutal how are we going to fix police brutality toddles as far as authorities and the police and the fbi they need to crack down on this they need to really just stomp their foot down stomp their stomp their foot down (laughs) is toddles our guy (laughs) is this the fascist leader that we've been waiting for in the west in terms of police brutality, the authorities and the uh, the FBI, like he's like the authorities need to put their they need to stamp their foot down. They need to crack down. Toddles, who do you think's arresting people? So we need new authorities now to arrest the authorities and take action and do something about it because it's getting out of hand. Everything lately it's out of control. Out of hand. So promote me as president. Ultimately, uh, I have the proper goals, the right. Promote me as president. Outlook and the great approach to you do. Uh, to take on and tackle all these feats and all these challenges. He's going to tackle these feats and challenges. You know, I can take a stab and a gander at it. Don't say stab. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, Todd. This is your campaign manager. Try not to use the term "I'll take a stab at it" when you're talking about uh, crime statistics. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to use that term. But I think that belief that ultimately I would do a terrific and wonderful job. Good. Uh, taking on all these challenges. Stomp them down, crack down, stomp on them. I'll take a stab. Uh, 
Ixnay on the tab stay. President, because one of the things that I would do as president yep. of the United States of America, what? I would reduce the amount of police forces Good. in the United States, oh. thereby eliminating prisons. You know, we need. <laughs> it's a solid plan. <laughs> hey. Has anybody considered this? Hey, what about this? If we get rid of all the police, then we're not going to arrest anybody, and then we won't have to put anybody in prison. <laughs> Hot take. See, the thing I like about this guy, he's a thinker. He thinks outside the box. We have a problem, Mr. President. Too many, there's too, the, the prisons are overcrowded. There's too many people in prison. <laughs> okay, let's fire all the police. Sir, well, if we don't have police out there, then nobody will get arrested. Then nobody will be thrown in prison. You're a genius, sir. <laughs> He's good. I told you he was good. <laughs> All done without a suit. He's one of us. He's one of the people. Beast. Need to uh, reduce and minimize the amount of yep. prisons. I believe. That mm. are yeah, well, uh, yeah. that are taking place right now, you know. <laughs> Sir, since since we got rid of all of the police and we closed down all of the prisons, it seems the crime statistics are going through the roof, sir. Hmm, that is a problem. <laughs> How do we fix this, Mr. President? I I have the suspicion he's not thinking too far ahead. That are up and running. We don't really need that many, and we don't really need don't that need big them. of a population in the prisons because ultimately... What Good point, Kimmy, in the chat. Crime stats would plummet if there was no more arrests. That's very... You're, you're right, actually. That's very true. If nobody's getting arrested, then no crimes are getting reported. If there's no police, you can't report a crime to anybody. Therefore, zero. It was like... Uh, what's his name? Julian Castro. It was like his plan for illegal immigration. Do you remember that during the Democrat debates? It was a brilliant plan, a brilliant idea. He said, let's make illegal immigration legal. <laughs> because there's a problem with too many illegal immigrants. Okay, let's just say that it's not a crime anymore. And then during the first year of his presidency, he can come out and make the announcement I'm, pl I'm pleased to announce that illegal immigration has dropped to zero. There are no more illegal immigrants. <laughs> we have solved the problem by making it legal. <laughs> we should just make all crime legal. Then there's no more crime rate, no more prisons, no more police, and we all live fucking happily ever after. See? There's, there's logic to this. It makes sense. What it's doing is it's destructing our justice, it's destructing, destructing our taxes, and it's yep. causing more problems than it is good because yep, yep. ultimately there aren't as many uh, crimes that have actually been committed that fit the bill, that fit the crime, that what? in other words, they're doing the time that's spent <laughs> should be less than what they're doing. <laughs> now, I want, you, I want you to take notes here. If somebody in the audience um, speaks Toddle, can you please translate this for me? Toddle's 2024. No, I think we need him now, 2020. Uh, can can somebody please translate this into some kind of coherent thought, please? Do your best. I want you to see if you can, Cabaret in the chat, just put a question mark. <laughs> Let's see if you can make sense of his stance here on crime. Problems, then it is good, because...
are in the prisons because ultimately what it's doing is it's destructing our justice, it's destructing mm -hmm. our taxes, and it's causing more problems. Okay, it's destructing our taxes and it's causing more problems than it's good. Than it is good because okay. ultimately there aren't as many uh, crimes that have actually been committed that fit the bill, that fit the crime, that in other words they're doing the time. What's so hard about that? What are you missing here? Well, ultimately, there's two. There's the crimes that don't fit the crime. <laughs> it's destructing our taxes, and the crimes don't fit the crime and the bill, and the bill. And there's uh, it's doing more harm than it's good, and so uh, we need to uh, eliminate oh, all me. the prisons. I'm rambling again. <laughs> Andrew Jackson, thank Douglas you for the tip. Twenty twenty. Things and stuff. Things and stuff, yes. <laughs> that's his, that's going to be his slogan. Things and stuff. <laughs> Vote for me. For, you'll get things and I'll do stuff. Thank you for the tip, Andrew Jackson, over there on YouTube. That's spent should be less than what they're doing. And yep. more often than not, the prisons uh, are just exploding. They're building exploding. everywhere. Exploding! You know, we don't really need that many... Uh, prisons in our country, I believe. So I would take action and do something about take that. Take action. He's a man of action. I would deplete that, yep. and I would eliminate the need or need for prisons, mm. at least as many as we have. And I would release a lot of the prisoners <laughs> as well, because I don't believe that there's a reason that we need to have this many people locked up. I, and Toddles, as your campaign manager, I feel it's my duty to inform you. If you're trying to corner the convict vote... There's a very fundamental problem with that. <laughs> you should perhaps consider when you're courting potential voting groups, whether or not they actually have the ability to vote in the first place. Because I know this makes sense to Toddles. You know what I'll do? I'll get all of the prisoners to vote for me. Uh, sir. <laughs> sir. There, there is potentially a problem with that plan. <laughs> Prisoners don't vote, sir. What? Well, we need to let them out. Yes, but in order to let them out, you must first be president. And in order to be president, you need to get people to vote for you. I'll get the prisoners to vote for me when I let them out. But, sir, you're not you're not thinking this through, sir. I don't believe it. I believe our justice system is whack and it needs to be fixed. Our justice... Did he just say our justice system is whack? Surely not. <laughs> is, he, is he talking straight now? <laughs> and I really believe that, uh, you know, uh, sometimes the crime doesn't fit the uh, bill, meaning uh, the crime, and there's just no need for the prisons. So I would uh, eliminate the police force and would stop uh, uh, filling up the prisons because they're exploding uh, because, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but the justice system, it's whack. It's whack, bro. We need to have this many people locked up. Mm. I don't believe it. I believe no. our justice system is whack. He, he did. He said our justice... <laughs> Candidate Toddles, quote, our justice system is whack. <laughs> He's more coherent than Joe Biden, says Brad from Carolina. Well, yeah, I was wrong. I would jump in the pool. And, you know, our justice system is pretty whack. And I jump in the pool and I say to the, the cops, uh, 
uh, you know, if, if an unarmed man with a knife comes up to you, you should shoot him in the leg. And when you shoot him in the leg, you can rub the hair and make the hair go the other way. That's what the kids would do to me when I was in the pool. And I loved the kids sitting on my lap, sitting on my knee. And uh, there was this guy there named Corn Pop. And they would uh, put the uh, chains. Uh, hey, shut the hell up. You shut up, fat. You ain't black. <laughs> you ain't black, Todd. Shut up, fat. You shush now. Now, I've got a 22 and a, a 9 mil. And they rub my leg. They make the hair go the other way. And we need unity. We just got to keep punching. Punch, 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 punch. Just keep on punching. And it needs to be fixed. Our justice system needs to be fixed and revamped and restructured. Restructured. Me as president, I would fit the bill and I would actually sign the bill too to see to it that it would actually take place and happen because I am about action. He's about action. Action Jackson over here. All right. He's not afraid, obviously, is our totals of tackling controversial topics which is what you need in a potential president, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's all good to have the slogans like, the justice system is whack. That's one thing. But can you actually get things done? This, this video, I, I shit you not, <laughs> this video is called Black Lives Matter, Vote Me In As President. <laughs> he's, he's courting the Black Lives Matter vote. Which, you know, brave man. Many a man has tried to court the Black Lives Matter vote, especially now in this environment. It, some may say it's a risky play, a risky ploy. But Toddles is a man of action. He's fearless. He wants the Black Lives Matter voters. Let's hear, let's hear him present his case. Maybe he makes a good case. Toddles for 2020. I had an interruption, but I'm back. Right now, President is uh, taking action about it, and the President, Vice President, is speaking about it. Or no, I'm sorry. A President wannabe Biden is speaking about this right now. We have cried out loud, like he said, to the names of these people, and yep. it is brutal. It's brutal. And something similar did happen. Nice uh, sick tat, by the way. With another black person. Race relations is obviously Toddle's thing. <laughs> and there was an issue there with another black uh, uh, person. Person. <laughs> it's not. It's he hasn't started off well. <laughs> nice pause. Exactly. Black person. <laughs> <laughs> Toddles, you're trying to get Black Lives Matter to vote for you. As as your campaign manager, I must protest. You need to try harder. <laughs> that is the wrong place for a pause in this speech. Happened uh, with another black person. <laughs> it was over cigarettes. It was he over couldn't cigarettes. breathe. A simple human function. Yeah. But did they let go? No, they kept persisting, persisting. Did mm. they release the pressure? No, they kept no, they going and going and going. Till death happened. Thank you for coming. I'll, I'll see you in hell. Let me ask you guys a question. I saw, what if someone in the crowd would have shot the policeman on site? 
Whoa! He's he's for now. We know now we're starting to get a better idea of what Todd is all about. He's for instant justice, I think, otherwise known as vigilantism. <laughs> Look, I have a solution. Uh, you know, there was an unfortunate incident with a black person, and you know how? What if? What if? What if we do this? What if we do this? What if somebody just shoots the policeman on the street? <laughs> Tuttles, what are you doing? As your campaign manager, <laughs> I must say that this is not going well. Bradford, Carolina, Tuttles, base 2020. He goes there. He's, he's not afraid to take the, tackle the big issues. Remember, his ultimate plan is to disband the, uh, the police completely because <laughs> his, his idea is, there are too many people in prison. So if we eliminate the police force, then nobody's going to get arrested. Therefore, there will be no more prisoners. <laughs> so what are we what are we going to do with the guy who shoots the policeman? Well, there's nobody to arrest him, but then there's no there's no policeman. Wow. He's really thought this through. On the spot. On the spot. Defending someone's life. Mhm. Preventing someone from killing another person. Yep. Then he would by killing someone. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Every citizen should be empowered. In order to prevent the taking of a life, we must take a life. <laughs> Look, I think I think we all want to see an end to indiscriminate killing on our streets. So how about we just kill people? Great idea. You're a genius. You're a visionary, sir. Preventative murdering. <laughs> oh, he's good. Would still be alive today. It would have stopped his knee being on his neck. It would have stopped that. Why didn't anyone jump from the crowd into it to intervene, to stop, to tackle the police officer away? Or why didn't his own comrades or his own partners in law enforcement hmm. shoot push him. him off of the black? Why didn't they just shoot him in the head? <laughs> Man, it doesn't make sense. Doesn't. It doesn't. Something happened. I want to bring it into the light. I like that you can hear the floorboards creaking under his feet as he moves around. Show you guys. <laughs> Kitty B in the chat. Todd's new slogan, the only good cop is a dead one. <laughs> he's, re he's reaching out. He wants the convict community to vote for him. So he's going about it entirely the right way, if we're being brutally honest here. <laughs> he's thought, like I said, he's thought this through. There's no half measures with Todd. Paint you a picture. Something else occurred, but it's reverse. Hmm. A white man was strangled or choked by oh, a black man. The white take. man was a taxi driver. Over money. He choked him unconscious. 
from behind in a taxi cab. Mm-hmm. He was in the back seat. The taxi driver was white. And he was taxi cab confessions. So here we go on a race play. A race play. He's learning the lingo, isn't he? A black on a white. So the black man potentially could have killed the white man. So the black man... Is, is there a point to this story? <laughs> ...gets charged for it and does time. Iceman, Rusty in the chat says, Toddles looks like he needs to go pee. I don't, this is genuine, 100% true. You can take this to the bank. That's a public speaking trick. I don't know if you know, this is 100% true. If you have to give a speech or something like that, you should make sure that you have to pee when you're doing it. Because believe it or not, it focuses your energy, right? You will be more focused on the speech. You'll make less mistakes because uh, you're trying to get through it, right? So it, it genuinely works. The best public speakers in the world all go up on stage having to take a piss. I'm not, I'm not even joking. For some, It does something to your brain, right? That impending urge, uh, it gives you more focus because, you know, your body is trying to tell you that you need to be out of there. You need to be out of there. Yes, nerves can be channeled, exactly. So you'll focus on the speech. You'll get through it. You're not going to dither. You're not going to make so many mistakes because the body is telling you if we get this task done, then we can go and relieve ourselves. It, it actually works. Gets convicted. So why is it okay for the white man not to get convicted? <laughs> Monica in the chat. That's true. But why isn't it working for toddles? <laughs> in charge. But for the black man to get convicted in charge because he choked a white man. It doesn't make sense. It's... It's uh, almost like reverse psychology. Almost, it's almost, it's nothing like reverse psychology, <laughs> but nice try, nice, nice crowbar term in there in that speech, Toddles. We appreciate it. It's a pity and it's a shame. It is a Black shame. Black lives do matter. Black do. people are special. Black people are They're special. An amazing breed of people. Breed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Toddles as your campaign manager. We're going to have to start proofreading your speeches, Toddles. <laughs> okay, here's where... If you're keeping track, here's where we are right now. Here's where we're at. We need to eliminate the police force in order... <laughs> Teddy Spaghetti's like, woo, based! <laughs> okay. Here's where we're at. The prisons are overcrowded. The prisons are filling up. We need to do something about it. I've got the idea. Let's let's eliminate the police force entirely. Then there's no more arrests. Then we can close down the prisons because there'll be no more prisoners. Done. Beautiful. Now, we also have this unfortunate uh, issue with black people. <laughs> and it seems like there's there's a couple of ways that we can go about this. And the best way would be to, when you see somebody uh, threatening the life of a person, shoot them first. Because <laughs> remember, there's not going to be any police to arrest you in the future under Toddle's regime. So if you see some, if you, to prevent a life being taken, take a life instead. Take a life, give a life. That's the way it works. Because we need to do this because black lives do matter. Black people are special. And they, they're an amazing breed. <laughs>
He's not very good at this. Ecology. <clears throat> it's a pity and it's a shame. Black lives do matter. They black do. people are special. Black people are an amazing breed of people. <laughs> and they are talented and they are smart and they're amazing. Yep. Don't walk off camera when you're doing a speech. They have everlasting potential. Did he just check his notes? Did he just wander off and check his fucking notes and say, what am I doing? I'm ad-libbing in my second ever presidential speech. I'm not ready for this. Do great things. And a lot of different... Reefer Reaper in the chat. Who's making the total 2020 stickers? Let's start campaigning for him. I think that's a great idea. As At, at the moment, I'm in favour of... Uh, Poo poo PP twenty twenty. We may have a contender here with Toddles. Toddles, they're a great breed. Twenty twenty. Toddles, shoot the cop first. Twenty twenty. <laughs> Toddles, shut down the police so no more. So there's no more arrests. Twenty twenty. <laughs> Toddles, the justice system is whack. Twenty twenty. Points and factors and venues in this world the arts entertainment science math i could go on and on and on and nasa research and it's just a damn shame yeah they have to be treated like rats <laughs> get on go go that's bugging me whoa i think i think the cat interrupted his speech that'll happen I had an interruption earlier. That's why I had to turn the camera off. I apologize. That's okay, Tom. I'm back. I'm trying back. Trying to be president. Trying to take over. Trying to get my voice heard out. <laughs> and he's going about it entirely the right way. <laughs> Everyone in the chat's like, whoa, whoa, hang on. Like rats? <laughs> and it's just a damn shame. They have to be treated like rats. Get on, go, go. He is based. Stop fucking me. Stop fucking with me. I had an interruption earlier. That's why I had to turn the camera off. I apologize. But I'm back trying to be president. Cabaret in the chat. Or he has his mum in that closet. <laughs> She's been dead for like 10 years. He's got her set up in a little chair. What do you think, mum? Did you like the speech? Mum liked the speech. Trying to take over, trying to get my voice heard out. Which makes the whole thing, like if she has been dead for 10 years, it makes the whole thing of him being banned from using the oven in the kitchen ever, ever, mo ever so more uh, enticing to, to find out more. You know what I mean? No, I need to respect her wishes. They're trying to say what I need to say and get my voice heard in the right direction. I was and did serve in the military. I got an honorable discharge. He's a veteran. Well, I, I didn't know that. This changes everything. Ladies and gentlemen. Toddles is a veteran. Maybe this will make more sense now. I apologize. I'm back. 
trying to trying to take over, trying to get my voice heard out there, trying to say what I need to say and get my voice heard in the right direction. I was and did serve in the military. I got an honorable discharge. I did 10 months in the Army. I passed basic training. Obviously, I passed because if I didn't pass, I wouldn't have gotten an honorable discharge. I did receive an honorable discharge. And I did serve time in the military. And here I stand, you know, I was going to fight for America. I was going to uh, represent. But now I'm fighting for the criminals. Uh, you know, make sure we were going to be safe and protect our country and our nation, you know, our safeguard. I was there for it. Commander-in-Chief. Commander-in-Chief. The right man, the right wing man at the right time. The right man at the right time. Implement and do things and see things. and He can see things. Amaze people. Amaze people. people. And... Especially prevent the black warfare people. and terrorism from hitting our country, you know. And prevent warfare and terrorism. And from for devastating everything and everybody, you know. I'm, this is my stance and this is my demeanor and this is where I am. This is where I'm going you know, to be sitting on firm ground to, uh, you know, see that warfare doesn't take place and happen. To see that enemies don't invade on the enemy, enemy lines. He's the Lord or the President. To see there aren't any invasions, to see that there isn't going to be an anarchy, to see that there's going to be law and order, to see that people are going to be civil and decent and okay. protected and civilized and happy and content. I, I feel like I have to interject a point here. He says he's going to be the law and order president, but he's also going to take the, the police away. <laughs> he's going to stop terrorism and crime by eliminating the police. He also wants to bring in a law that uh, if a life is being threatened... They should be shot on sight <laughs> with no trial, no jury. Forget all that shit. Because black lives matter and they're a special breed of people. <laughs> Donald 2020, ladies and gentlemen. The veteran, the visionary, the man of action. The future president of the United States of America. <laughs> with that. I'm going to take a quick five-minute break. I'm going to refresh my drink. We've got plenty more on the other side, so please stick around if you do. If you don't, that's okay. So long, sucker. And we'll see you next time. Uh, but uh, quick five-minute break. Settle in. We've got plenty more to get through here on the Daily Boogie Tuesday night edition. Um, I <laughs> Toddles 2020. The justice system is whack. <laughs> we'll see you soon. <laughs> your novelty comedy songs organic handmade with painstaking care put into every note well look no further than irrational times using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later irrational times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level new songs and sketches every week so check it out. Idiot booty bumper. 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 Idiot booty
<laughs> really giving that one a workout. Come on. <laughs> Dlive.tv slash JJ Stone. And we love JJ here on the show. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. But don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Inverted, narcissistic, and most importantly, completely pointless. Come waste an hour of your week with The Starting Block, Friday nights Australian time at dlive.tv forward slash The Starting Block. Get in touch with us on Twitter at The Starting Block, no K at the end. Also, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Starting Block, or one word, or on Podbean at startingblock.podbean.com. Join the Blockheads, tuning in in their millions right around the world. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. My I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? You <laughs> have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do that. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it. No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. Really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Feeling depressed? Need someone to tell you it's not okay? Do you like goth public access TV? Then join me for The Big Empty every Sunday at noon. Major underscore Tom on DLive with zeros for O's because everything in your life is that difficult. Hey Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. 
That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee evenings some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> There's a place that we can go. Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right time this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Boogie, no! A relaxation quite different to anything you have experienced before. As if a gentle warmth was spreading all over your body. From the tips of your toes to the top of your head. And you're doing perfectly well. Breathing in and out through your pussy. You might notice how natural it feels as you breathe in and out so deeply. You might even wonder why you've never breathed in and out through your pussy before. It feels so good and so natural. It is quite normal to experience a rocking sensation in your pelvis. This is just your breath moving deeper and deeper into your pussy. You might even feel your pelvis tilting slightly up to the sky as you breathe in and lowering as you breathe out. 
just slightly at first. <laughs> so slight you might not even notice. You might not even notice. At first. At first. But growing with every breath. Breathing through your pussy. At a rate that's perfect for you. <laughs> to enjoy the greatest pleasure. You can. The greatest relaxation. Yeah. It might be that you lift your pelvis slightly. Just slightly. With every breath out. Just a little bit. And lower it with every just, breath in. Just put it just put it down a little you bit. You may raise it with every breath in. With your and lower it with every breath out. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't Both matter at all. No. And as you breathe out. Yeah. You might find a yeah. desire to sigh. Sigh. You might sigh. To sigh heighten the bit. sensation. Yep. And notice that sensation now. <laughs> just for a moment. And just concentrate on it. Just concentrate on breathing through your pussy. Coming back. Second half of the show, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for joining us. Quick reminder, if you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on a preferred podcast player. And if you'd like to learn how to breathe through your pussy, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogiebumper. Uh, so much to get through, second half of the show. We've got some riot stuff. But first, I want to introduce you to a concept, a new political concept that is sweeping the world. I want to show you how people are being used to become political pawns without their knowledge. They don't even know that it's happening. My interest in this topic was piqued when uh, the jogger, Mr. Arbery, was used in a Democrat Party campaign video just days after he was killed. Days later. There was his picture there, his high school graduation photo, right? And they said, would, would, you know, don't vote for Donald Trump. Look at, look at Mr. Arbery here, the innocent man who was killed on the street. How can you vote for a guy like Donald Trump? It was cringe and gross and yuck. But I'm pleased to report it's not only the joggers who are feeling the pinch of modern day's politics obsession, obsession with not only pandering, but manipulating, deceiving, and coming up with weird and wonderful ways to get people on side with an otherwise grotesque platform. Ladies and gentlemen, have a look at this story I've got for you right here. This is absolute fucking gold. Hijabi clout. The women of colour unknowingly used by 2020 campaigns. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you, sweetheart. Are you surprised? With the 2020 election well underway in the US, political advertisements with messages of hope and inclusivity have been flooding social media feeds and inboxes all across the country. Uh, Sabira Mahmood, a high school student with the National Logis- and the National Logistics Director for the US Youth Climate Strike, was surprised on the 2nd of February when she came across footage of herself in a video ad for Joe Biden. <laughs> there she is crying, being inspired by Joe. Yeah, you see, like, I would go up to the girls with the hijabs on and I would make them touch my leg and make the hair go the other way. You shut up. You shut up, fat. Shush now. (laughs) Pardon me. Uh, But the main shock was that it happened despite the fact she is a vocal Bernie Sanders supporter. Initially, I was surprised uh, about now, but now I feel very uncomfortable. All of the Democratic candidates, Biden is the one that I would be most alarmed about, Mahmoud said. 
This is a national campaign ad and my face is being put out there to uplift this campaign. People will look at me and think Biden has young Muslim followers, but that's not true because I am not one of them. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that this would happen? Mahmood tweeted a screenshot of herself from the ad, adding, was just used as hijabi clout for the by the Joe Biden campaign, otherwise known as Poo Poo Pee Pee 2020. Follow Mersh, everybody's favourite lover of French women, nightlife, uh, dlive.tv slash nightwave radio, ladies and gentlemen. Mahmoud attended the campaign events for several of the 2020 presidential candidates, including Biden's kickoff rally in Philadelphia back in May of 2019. Mahmoud went in in order to question him on his policy regarding the uh, the climate crisis, but she never expected to be a prop for diversity. Yes. I never thought that I would be a prop for diversity. Here I was. Getting hotter and hotter. (laughs) Here I was. A young, innocent person. I just believed that diversity was important and representation was important. And that's the most important thing during a political campaign is to have diversity represented across the board. But surely they should ask my opinion first, right? Surely surely the candidate should have my permission before they use me as a pawn of politics. (laughs) Isn't she adorable? Isn't she cute? No, that's not the way it works, you see. What you are discovering here, young lady, is something that we have been trying to tell people for the longest time, and that is thus. They don't care what you think. (laughs) They don't care who you like. They don't care what policies you want. They don't care what you believe in. They don't care what your solutions are. They do not give one single fuck what you think. Isn't it liberating? See, once you understand that, you can stop caring so much. You can enjoy life. Once you realise that they don't care what you think, you you can relax. You can start to smell the flowers. Food will taste better. The sunshine will be warmer on your skin. It will be amazing, trust me. Like, I've been accused uh, in the past of being, like, uh, too pessimistic and black-pilled and all of that stuff. I don't know if you watch the show, I laugh a lot. Hope is a prison. <laughs> Having hope is like being in a prison. Once you realise that everything is fucked, and once you realise that they don't care, it's like it's like liberation. If you're clinging to this hope that the entire rest of the world will somehow get to a point where they all agree and they're all awake and they're all aware and they're all ready for change, you are going to die a very bitter and sad and lonely person because that's never going to happen. We already know now that you can give people accurate, real information in any kind of way. And like in the words of Yuri Bezmenov, he will refuse to believe it. Once you give up, once you stop caring, once you stop pursuing all of these little agendas and idealisms and and the rest of it, you'll you'll actually get life will improve. And you know, to take a bit of wisdom from the movie, um, 
the usual suspects. There's a scene where the cop in the movie says, how can you tell a murderer in a room full of suspects? He's the one who's asleep because he knows he's caught. He knows the jig is up. He's not worried. Same thing applies here, without being a murderer, of course. But once you accept the fact that things are fucked, then you're going to, you, you, you will, it gives you a new perspective. You don't have to be so afraid anymore. You don't have to panic anymore. You don't have to cling to hope. In the words of Red from the Shawshank Redemption, hope is a dangerous thing. Hope can kill a man. <laughs> the sooner you do away with it, the far better off you'll be. That's my little advice here for our diversity girl. Mahmood said she recalled being very nervous talking to the vice president. Because, well, he might sniff you. He might touch you. Before I could even ask him a question, he interrupted me mid-sentence, mansplaining the entire climate crisis, Mahmood said. He went out on the next people to take pictures and shake hands. The Biden campaign did not return a request for comment. Shock horror. They don't care what you think. My friend sent a screenshot in the group chat. I clicked on it and I was like, no way. Not even 10 minutes into us walking into the door, her team was asking us what we were doing and trying to bargain with us not to make a statement, Lee said. We talked to her. Each of us took 10 to 20 seconds to give a statement about what we cared about, like agriculture, indigenous rights or water. Lee said the, uh, the Warren campaign was aware she was not at the rally in support of Warren. The Warren campaign also did not return a request for comment. So another... Uh, hijabi-wearing girl was used in a campaign commercial for Elizabeth Warren, who was not a supporter of Elizabeth Warren. Kitty Bean in the chat said, it's like putting a woman on a pedestal and then being shocked when she starts fucking your best friend. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and there's Hillary for America, We Made History. And there's another girl who was used in a campaign ad who did not support Hillary Clinton. It seems to be a trend, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's go to some riot stuff. Let's do some riot gear to round out the show. This was profound. As we explained yesterday, um, Donald Trump did eventually come out. Like, it, it's so predictable at this point, it's maddening. Again, you, it, the sooner you stop giving a fuck, the, the better off you'll be for your own sake, for your own sanity. Um, we made the point yesterday that it doesn't really matter. Trump not saying anything, that's wrong. But when Trump says something, it's the wrong thing to say. It's so easy to be oppositional for the sake of it. But it's it's a beautiful juxtaposition with this, Justin Trudeau. So Donald Trump was criticised for not saying anything, and then he said stuff, and it was the wrong thing to say, that he shouldn't have said that. He should keep his... We literally had on CNN, two CNN clips yesterday. One, they were lambasting Trump for not saying anything, and then the, the next clip we played... They were telling him to shut the hell up. <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs> it's, just, it's funny to me. With every breath, they tense and relax more and more. So imagine, uh, to steal a line from Paul Joseph Watson, imagine my shock. Justin Trudeau, ladies and gentlemen, everybody's favourite substitute teacher, was asked a question about Donald Trump and what should he do and all of that stuff, he's now being praised across the media for literally not saying something for 20 seconds. 
for literally not speaking for 20 seconds, Justin Trudeau is earning praise and plaudits around the free world, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jim Enward, Justin breathes through his pussy. <laughs> Let's have a look. ...of the US president. But we do have Donald Trump now calling for military action against protesters. We saw protesters tear gas yesterday to make way for a presidential photo op. Protesters I'd like to ask you what you think about that. And if you don't want to comment, what message do you think you're sending? Out of your body and every breath in, just bringing in relaxation. Just feel your body relaxing deeper with every breath. Now, in a moment, what message do you think I want you're you to imagine something very strange, something very strange indeed. I want you to imagine you can breathe through your pussy. Yes, that's right. Through your pussy. Imagine that unusual thought that you can breathe in through your pussy. Slowly at first. Don't resist, don't assist. Just let the breath flow through your pussy. So naturally. Don't assist, don't resist. You know, many women who imagine breathing through their pussy notice a new sensation. Just there, that's it. And as you breathe in through your pussy, more and more <laughs> through your pussy, you might notice a relaxation spreading deeper. A relaxation quite different. It's profound, isn't it? Profound. <clears throat> we all watch in horror and consternation what's going on in the United States. Like, see, this is, it, it's, this is why it's so stupid. Because it's so obvious. Now, clearly, at any, if any politician at any point, when asked a question, stands there for twenty seconds with a stupid fucking look on their face and doesn't know what to say or how to say, uh, 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 they would they would be they would be slaughtered by the press, right? Just to, just imagine just imagine it was Trump, right? Donald Trump lost for words. Can't ask. Can't answer the hard questions. Oh, Donald Trump feeling the pressure, struggling to find the right words. Blah 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 blah. blah. But this is the game: turning negatives into positives. And it's so like we've said it so often. I see James R in the chat, my comrade. We said this so often on Trust and Verify. I lost fucking count. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. So what happens? This dipshit doesn't know what to say or how to say it. He stands there with his thumb up his ass for 20 seconds, which is an eternity, which is long enough to teach women how to breathe through their pussy, believe Bring it or not. in relaxation. Just feel your body relaxing deeper with every breath. Now, in a moment, I want you to imagine something very strange. Something very strange indeed. I want you to imagine you can breathe through your pussy. Right? 20 seconds. <laughs> it's an eternity. So how do we turn this? Well, look, look. Justin Trudeau says nothing for 20 seconds. God, what a leader. There, there are people responding to this tweet right now who are saying this is real leadership. <laughs> because they are 
unthinking oh, empty drones. I'm rambling again. <laughs> For the lady holes of Bogiestin. <laughs> okay, what's Gibby sending us? Oh no, you're not ruining Faith Hill for everyone, are you? I can feel you <laughs> well done. Ruining Faith Hill now for everybody. <laughs> one more time from Chad Chaddington, shall we? What just one more. Now, in a moment, I want you to imagine something very strange. Something very strange indeed. I want you to imagine you can breathe through your pussy. So 20 seconds of silence is now some kind of profound statement. Whereas any other day of the week, it would be the idiotic, dumbfounded guy who's lost for words, who can't answer hard questions. It is so easy to do this kind of hacky partisan shit that it it, it bores me to death. Because <laughs> it's so obvious, but again, like, if you're somebody who th- if you're somebody who believes in like waking up the whole world and every- one day there's going to be a utopia and everybody's going to agree and all of that stuff fine. I'm not here to put a wet blanket on your dreams, man. Whatever. But I'm here to tell you <laughs> it's not going to happen. You are in a teeny tiny little minority and you will remain in a teeny tiny little minority. There will never be a time when the whole world is awake and on board and understanding how the world works. It's just people aren't designed that way. And when it's so, when you put a headline up and something like the profound Justin Trudeau stands for 20 seconds in silence in response to Donald Trump and people are underneath it going, he's a real leader. This is what real leadership looks like. That should show you the gravity of the situation. That should show you the gravity of the task that you're undertaking. You are never going to convince those people anything, of anything, at all. They will always be dumb. They will always be empty vessels waiting to be filled with the creative writings of somebody who is only just slightly more intelligent than they are, but dumber than everybody else. (laughs) This is so awkward. Just the longer it go, the longer it goes, the better it gets. About that, and if you don't want to comment, what message do you think you're sending? <laughs> this is what real leadership looks like. <laughs> wow. We all watch in horror and consternation what's going on in the United States. Horror and consternation. It's a time uh, to pull people together, Ah. but it is a time to listen. (sighs) People still eat this shit up too. The, I thought, see, again, I'm going to, again, I'm going to give you a little black pill. I thought we were very close to being to a time where people would no longer pay attention to this shallow, empty uh, political rhetoric. But they they still do. They crave it. 
reporters used to listen to this kind of um, cliched political speech and tear it apart and say, and rightly point to how meaningless it is, how pointless it is, how it doesn't mean anything, how it doesn't uh, do anything, it doesn't achieve anything. It's, it's the stereotypical political cliche. We need to be moving forward, not backward. We, we need to be united, not divided. We need to love and not hate. It is so ridiculously boring and insane and pointless drivel. I thought we were getting close to a time when people would listen to this and go, oh, God, no more. Thank you. We all know it's bullshit, but it's not true. People crave it. I have friends of mine demanding that politicians make these empty speeches, knowing full well that they are empty cliches because it makes them fucking feel better about themselves. Knowing full well that it doesn't achieve anything and still claiming that it needs to be done. The fucking, the United States is burning dozens of cities. If those speeches worked, that would not be happening. The only time this kind of political speech is relevant is when there's no need for it. When there's nothing happening, that's when this works. When things are actually happening, nobody's listening to it. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Love, not hate. Uh, forwards, not backwards. United, not divided. I'm going to get myself a fucking flat screen TV. I don't know about you, man. The shop, the, the iPhone store is just waiting for me. I'm sorry. I'm not listening to this shit. Who, who are you? Right? <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, don't worry. I bring you good news. <laughs> Beverly, we touched on Beverly Hills yesterday. Beverly Hills did get a little bit of an effect. There were some happenings in Beverly Hills. Timmy, do you want to see a black person? Come, Timmy, come outside. Look, there's black people in the street. Oh, mommy, mommy, I can't wait to see a black person. Well, little Timmy and <clears throat> his Beverly Hills parents, their delight at seeing a black protest soon turned to horror when <laughs> when things didn't work out the way that they thought they might. Their little trip in their little trip into, you know, the underbelly of society, the have-nots to see how the other half live, it didn't work out in their favor, unfortunately. In Beverly Hills, a one p Beverly Hills that's where I want to be. Living, living in Beverly Hills. M curfew went into effect today, all part of an effort to prevent some of the looting and violence that happened in locations around violence. Los Angeles. She mispronounced scuffle. <laughs> scuffle and physical interaction is the way we call we describe looting and violence now. I don't know. She's obviously not a fan of Mika Brzezinski. But as we all know, we watched Morning Joe yesterday. You don't call it looting and violence. Looting and violence is now to be called scuffles and physical interactions. Particularly in areas that have come to symbolize the difference between the haves and the have-nots. The haves and the have-nots. United, not divided. Love, not hate. More forwards, not backwards. Latest. Looting now underway in Beverly hey, Hills. In Mayhem in Beverly Hills. As looters storm the luxury clothing store, Alexander McQueen, and make off with thousands of dollars worth of goods. In upscale Santa Monica, devastating destruction as looters attack business after business. 
Hey guys, you see this? Extraordinary footage shows a woman using her body to try to stop looters, one armed with a hammer, from smashing their way into a sporting goods store. She's violently pulled away in this dramatic footage shot by Fox 11 in Los Angeles. <laughs> Yet another life lesson for the privileged white woman in the upper middle class part of California. Yet another life lesson for you, darling. Yet another life lesson for the college-aged wannabe communist revolutionary. We played the clip yesterday. Remember the clip yesterday of the girl who was trying to organize the riots? Screaming into the, into the bullhorn, stop, please stop. Another life lesson right here, right now. It turns out you are not the center of the universe. It turns out that this thing that you wanted, this revolution that you wanted, <laughs> once it starts, nobody's listening to you anymore. And it doesn't matter if you're a communist-aged Marxist, if you're a college-aged Marxist or a left-wing politician or a right-wing politician for that matter, because I see plenty of Republicans coming out making the same uh, rhetorical masturbatory speeches. Oh, we need to come together. This is unity, blah, 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 blah. Rhetorical sewerage, essentially. Once it starts, nobody cares. Nobody's listening. No, no, we're not supposed to do this. Please stop. No, please. We're all on the same team here. Get the fuck out of the way, bitch. <laughs> bitch, you want to taste this hammer, huh? Get out of the way. I'm going to get myself a Rolex. Fuck you, motherfucker. Get out of here. But we're on the same team, please. This is my grandma's store. Oh, my God. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. Why don't you, why don't you shake that ass on home, bitch? <laughs> that's, that's the way it works. That's the way it happens. And being confused. Oh, I don't know why this is happening to me. Why are they doing this to me? We're on the same side. Oh, my God. A lot of people are getting reality checks right now. And I'm definitely not in favor of, uh, obviously, you know, looting and rioting and kicking the shit out of people on the street. You know, that's not really in my MO. Uh, but I am definitely in favor of reality checks. And like I've said for a long time, just trying to tell people what's going to happen is most unsatisfactory compared with the lived experience <laughs> that many of these young college-aged revolutionaries are now experiencing. And it's a beautiful thing. Despite all the bad stuff, there's always an upside. There's always a silver lining. Hit the bricks, bitch. <laughs> when reality comes crashing into idealism, magic happens. Despite her efforts, looters make off with bicycles looters. and backpacks. At Patagonia, they flee with surfboards. These looters make their getaway on a motorcycle. Say again, if I saw a couple of guys on the back of a motorbike with like a stolen surfboard, I think I would just giggle. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Where are you going to you gonna go surfing now? Come on. What did you steal a surfboard? You've never been to the beach. Come on. Cycle. Bedlam at this van store. Looters pile out with shoeboxes. Look at the guy. Look at the guy directing traffic here. You can. He's only on screen for a split second. Another. They've let this slip through in the production truck. Uh, if I was if I was doing this clip, if I was editing this together, I would not have put that guy on camera. 
the guy standing out the front of the store going, come on, this one's this one's ready. Let's go. Come on, this one. This one's ready to go. Let's do it. Cool. Have a look at him. Bedlam at this go. Van's go. In. Go. He's got an earpiece in. Have a look at that. This is all organic, by the way. <laughs> he's got a little Bluetooth earpiece in. And he's directing people on the street, get in this store now. This one's ready to go. Loot this one. Cause now wildfire is raging deep inside. Fire rises. Store. Looters pile out with shoeboxes. Watch this dude slip and fall. This guy grabs a shoebox, then tells a <laughs> I watch. Oh shit! <laughs> this has got to be. This is one of the best. <laughs> I'm gonna play this one more time. I <laughs> I want you to. I want you to see if you see what what I see here. I want you to describe why this is funny. <laughs> look now. Look at the footage again. We've got people driving away with surfboards. We've got you know dozens of people running into the store. And the this one particular guy picks up one box of shoes that somebody else looted, okay? T describe to me why this is fucking hilarious. On a motorcycle. Bedlam at this van store. Looters pile out with shoeboxes. Watch this dude slip and fall. This guy grabs a shoebox. They point out that guy. Why did they point out that guy? Why do you think that they made a point of pointing out that guy? <laughs> Use your imagination on this one. <laughs> Come on. Oh, it's just, it gets to a point of absurdity, doesn't it? <laughs> Monica gets it. Monica and Gypsy win the internet because it's the white guy. <laughs> this man. <laughs> um, he's Asian winning TV with a diamond. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> is he? Yeah, he is. Then tells a KCBS reporter why he there is. <laughs> There's dozens of people running into the store, running out with armfuls of products, and then they pause the footage. This guy <laughs> picked up one box of shoes. <laughs> Yes! Yes! Brilliant! Brilliant! I love this. He's doing it. People need to start chaos in order to make their point across. He looks possibly Hispanic. Close enough. Close enough. He's the whitest one there. <laughs> got himself. Hey, got himself a new pair of shoes, homie, huh? Hey.
Aerial shots. People need to make chaos in order to get their point across. Show looters pouring out of Santa Monica Place Mall. One street over, I spotted people casually... On Santa Monica Boulevard. We're a long way from the Santa Monica of the Cheryl Crow years, aren't we? Unfortunately. It's very sad. What was it? Her and Billy sitting in a bar. The good people are drinking coffee on their lunch break or whatever the fuck they're doing. Winning TV with a diamond. Is that Royce the Mexican? <laughs> Could be. He's strolling with allegedly stolen goods. This guy proudly no, they're showed washing, off they're his... washing their cars on their lunch break. Pardon me. ...box to me. And this disturbing footage shows a man using an aerosol can to torch a San Bernardino DMV. Wow. Today, I'm getting an up-close look inside a CVS that's utterly trashed. The alarm at this drugstore is still going off hours after the destruction. And as you look around, you can see this wasn't just looted. It was ransacked, items thrown from the shelves and destroyed. <laughs> yeah. This is just really sad. Local resident Scott Carlson chokes up as he joins other volunteers who grab brooms and started cleaning up. Isn't, isn't that a great little microcosm of where we are right now? You've got wannabe revolutionaries fucking looting, throwing Molotov cocktails, setting uh, police cars on fire. What's this guy's response? To cry on television. It's just, it's just really sad, man. It's just really, I don't, I don't get it, man. It's just like, you know, I give to like all the charities and stuff and like, I, you know, I'm a nice guy. It's just, it's just like so sad. So sad. It's what, why, what's sad? <laughs> this man has been successfully trained through negative reinforcement to have his first reaction to something like this be... I feel really sad. <laughs> there's no anger. There's no frustration. No, 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 no. This is, we need unity, not division. We need to move forward, not backward. We need to love, not hate. And if I cry on camera, maybe they'll see that I'm a nice guy. I want to be a, it's just, it's just, it's really sad, man. <laughs> It happens so fast. Life comes at you fast, huh? Uh, I've got this one from earlier today. This is fucking perfect. This sums it up perfectly, ladies and gentlemen. Have a look at this little piece of gold. I'm on your side. <laughs> Why are you... Another life lesson is learned here today. Just like the girl who thought she could, you know, organize the riot. Just like the, the guy crying on TV. Just like all of the people who can't contemplate, they can't comprehend why this is happening. But I've said all the right things. I've made all the right speeches. I've given to the right charities. I've shared the appropriate memes on Facebook and Twitter. I have changed my Twitter profile to say that I am an ally and yet they're still throwing things through my fucking window. I don't get it. I'm on your side. These two fucking frat boys up here in their, in their apartment building.
Look, look at it's it's not a cheap apartment, obviously. Like, look at it. <laughs> These two frat boys giving a thumbs up through the window. <laughs> <laughs> and reality. <laughs> you set myself flaccid with a diamond says, unfortunately, there's no sides in insanity slash chaos. A very astute observation, sir. Reality comes crashing to these boys like a rock through the window. It's fucking, it's perfect. It is so perfect. Like we said yesterday, so many people are unprepared for this, mentally unprepared for this kind of thing. And whilst I'm against looting, I'm against rioting, I'm also against police, over-policing, I'm against police brutality, I'm against all, I'm the black shirt wearing libertarian, man. But I am definitely in favour of people you know, getting a taste of reality. That's very important to me. So many people live in these little bubbles of existence and they think what they think matters, but it doesn't. They think if they say the right thing that it makes a difference, but it does not. And now they're starting to finally figure that out. Wait, are you saying that my opinions don't make me a good person? Yes exactly what we're saying are you you saying that my idealism isn't going to protect me from stuff yes that's exactly what we're saying are you saying that if i share this thing on facebook that i don't become immune from what's happening yes that's exactly what we're saying are you saying the politicians don't really care what i think yes are you saying they're going to throw rocks through my windows too that's exactly what we're saying Fascist Tippy with a diamond. Thank you for joining us. What a time to be alive. It's a great time. We're on your side. We're on your side. side. I would have loved to have dropped the end bomb then. We're on on your side, you stupid nick. (laughs) Why didn't that happen, huh? (laughs) We're on your side, you stupid nick. That would have been perfect. Gypsy with a diamond. But I posted I posted a black square on Instagram. <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit! He just got a ninja guinea. We're on your side! <laughs> Sorry to disturb your frat party there, Bryce. <laughs> What the fuck, bro? What the fuck, bro? We're on your fucking side, man. No, you ain't. You're not on their side. You might be on their side, but they're fucking sure as shit on not on your side, sunshine. Oh, I love a good dose of reality, don't you? Here's another little dose of reality for you. Australia, America, we're coming for you. We're coming for you. You're going to love this. Australia will investigate attack on journalists by police in Washington. Oh. (laughs) The Prime Minister has said, we're going to investigate this. (laughs) Okay. Good luck with that. (laughs) Winning TV with a diamond says, the land of Boogie Stan is looking mighty nice now. You're going to love Boogie Stan, trust me. 
the Prime Minister came out and said, we're going to investigate this. We're coming for you, America. You know, we just dealt with China last week. It's like, oh, okay, I'm looking forward to this. So apparently uh, some Aussie journalists... <laughs> Pussy breathers. Yes, Pussy Breathers will be welcome in Boogie Stan. Thank you for the diamond winning TV. Speaking of that... Now, in a moment, I want you to imagine something very strange. Something very strange indeed. I want you to imagine you can breathe through your pussy. Australia will investigate attack on journalists by police in Washington. Let's have a look. Video from a protest in Washington, D.C. shows an Australian news crew being hit and shoved by police. The footage was obtained by CNN without audio. Look at that. Oh! Oh! Police shield right in the right in the superplex. <laughs> right in the bread basket. Have a look at this one more time. Oh. But I'm on your side. <laughs> it seems it seems like the boot licking media are in the same boat as the rest of us. Hmm. Remember when CNN was getting stormed the other day in Atlanta? Remember that? And all of the CNN people, I don't understand. Why are they coming? Why are they attacking me? Why are they coming after me? I didn't do anything. Remember the reporter who was shot at by the police, right? With the um with the sandbag rounds? Why are they shooting at us? We didn't do anything. We're on their side. I don't get it. I don't understand. That that police shield being driven into your gut, that's that's reality hitting you. It's, again, it's a fucking beautiful thing. Something that we've been saying for a long time, licking the boots of the police state is not going to protect you from the police state. Giving hand jobs to Black Lives Matter is not going to stop a rock coming through your window. You, you, you people don't get it yet. You don't understand how this works. Nobody really cares what you think. All of the agenda pushing you've been doing, all of the policy pushing you've been doing, all of the pandering you've been doing amounts to sweet fuck all when things really escalate. All of the political speeches talking about unity and love mean nothing when things really escalate. In the end, you are the same pieces of shit just like the rest of us. So you may as well be honest about it. Maybe. But we're on your side. Too bad. You're going into the same hole as the rest of us. Congratulations. I wonder if we have uh, audio on this other one here. Because I'd like to see their, re- I'd like to hear their genuine reaction. Let's have a look. Mr. Morrison has ordered an urgent investigation into the police attack on our crew. Political editor Mark Riley joins me now. Mark, what action is he taking? What action is the prime minister Mark, taking? Mark Scott Morrison has directed Arthur Sinodinos, our ambassador in Washington, to help Seven News seek a full investigation into this <laughs> violent yeah, attack on our team. President Trump. Like like they're going to waste time investigating what happened to an Australian journalist on the streets of DC, you fucking idiots. 
This is another example of how politicians say things to make you feel better. I called Mr Morrison shortly after the incident to talk about September's G7 meeting. But Mr Morrison's office says the Prime Minister was unaware of the attack at that time. He has since called it troubling. Troubling. <laughs> eh, troubling. Mr Morrison made a bold statement. The Prime Minister made a bold statement today. He said it was troubling. (laughs) Do you mean it's troubling? Surely it's not troubling, sir. Don't you think troubling's a little too strong? Don't you think troubling's a little too strong of a word to use on an occasion like this? How about we call it a physical interaction? Now, in a moment, I want you to imagine something very strange. Something very strange indeed. I want you to imagine you can breathe through your pussy. Opposition leader Anthony Albanese has gone further. He says it was a completely unacceptable assault. Unacceptable. Covering protests is a dangerous business, but the media's role is essential. We are the eyes and the ears of the people. In this case, witnessing the social disintegration of our most powerful ally. Our team was attacked with riot shields, shot with rubber bullets, and Amelia Brace there hit in the back with a police baton. Tell me again. I want to hear it again. What happened exactly? What happened? Of our most powerful ally. Our team was attacked with riot shields, shot with rubber bullets, and Amelia Brace there hit in the back with a police baton while running for safety. (laughs) Now, in a moment, I want you to imagine something very strange. Something very strange indeed. I want you to imagine you can breathe through your pussy. <laughs> I don't understand. Shot with shot with rubber bullets, hit with batons, hit with shields. Oh, how awful. How awful. You see, that's reality hitting you. That's reality hitting you. In that moment, I hope you realize the point that we've been making on this show now for like over a week. It's like when shit escalates, the police are not there to protect you. They are there to police you. And it doesn't matter what you think or what your opinion is or how you feel or whose side you're on. You idiots. When shit happens, when shit escalates, the police will be protecting the banks They'll be protecting the governor's mansion from you. And it doesn't matter if you're a good guy. It doesn't matter if you're a journalist. It doesn't matter if you have all the right opinions. When shit escalates, you are considered to be the same shit as everybody else. You are in the same basket as everybody else. Understand that. The cops are not here to protect you from things. They are here to police you. They are here to protect the government from you. The banks and the governor's mansions. And the footage we saw the other day, standing out the front of CNN, protecting CNN, protecting Fox News. Not you. 
reality is a bitter pill to swallow, but it, the sooner you get it down, the better off you'll be. In all honesty. That, ladies and gentlemen, brings us to the end of tonight's edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sharing the show out. Thank you to everybody who contributed on DLive. Uh, one more time, we'll hear from Chad Chaddington. Now, in a moment, I want you to imagine something very strange. Something very strange indeed. I want you to imagine you can breathe through your pussy. Take that with you. <laughs> take you. Take, take that with you till tomorrow night. Uh, remember, tomorrow night, uh, the first thing we'll do on tomorrow night's show, straight out of the blocks, we will be redrawing the giveaway for the Daily Boogie glass butt plug, ladies and gentlemen. Last week's winner didn't want the butt plug, so he's donated it back to the show. So we will be redrawing the glass butt plug, the genuine, official, one of a kind, authentic, made in America oh, look at me. glass butt plug, ladies and gentlemen. I'm rambling again. <laughs> Thank you. Hang on. We've got a, we've got a dono from Daryl. He says, uh, have a cup of pussy. All right, let's have a look here. This is from Daryl. Morning, all. Morning, all. Brothers, sisters, today a great legacy rests upon your shoulders. Because here, we make more than just tea. We make proper brews. Brews that bring a tear to your eye and warmth to your soul. So go out there. And do it for each other. Do it for yourselves, but most of all, do it for Yorkshire! <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> Not quite sure what to make of that, but thank you very much. Do it for Yorkshire. Uh, Katie Reed with the diamond, thank you for joining us, says thank you for the pussy breathing trauma. You're most welcome. So tomorrow night we will be giving away the authentic one-of-a-kind Made in America authentic glass daily boogie uh, butt plug, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, everybody who entered last week will just be in the draw. You have to be in the chat to win it. So if you need to make time, then fine. But So it'll start about quarter past six. I'm giving you the hot goss. Tomorrow night about quarter past six, that's when the draw will start. And if you're not in the, if you're not in the chat when the draw is finished, then it'll go to the next person who is in the chat. <clears throat> to avoid any further complications, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So thank you for joining us on this edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. Uh, don't forget, later on tonight, you've got everybody's favourite lover of French women, Mersh, Nightwave Radio at 10pm. Uh, then tomorrow, 10am, Royce Lopez, midday, JJ Stoner, 4 o'clock, Revenge of the Sis, I'll see you there in the chat. And then we'll be back at 6pm tomorrow to do it all over again. So please follow our friends, those mentioned. Also, Joy of Pessy, who's taking a week off this week. So follow Major Tom, who's filling in for Joy of Pessy on Friday and Saturday night. Uh, Sunday night shit show, Frozen Asian, Spent D. Mr. America, The Bearded Truth, UK Neil, Winning TV, of course, Kimmy Y Censored, uh, Coffee Talk with Sandra, and uh, Rusty in the chat as well, The Iceman. Give our friends a follow, support the shows that support us, and we'll be back tomorrow night at 6pm. So until then, ladies and gentlemen, oh, night, and Rational Times, of course, he's on an hour before Nightwave at 9pm tonight, Rational Times. So until tomorrow night, for me, 6pm, uh, stay calm, stay rational, God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.